Yeah. Hi, What's Josh up? Quick. Hello, Caitlin. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Oh, man. Um, I'm a little out of practice. That's in okay. Interviewing people. You know, I want but... you to know that I, uh, I called a, my friend uh, who does podcasts as well. And I was like, do you have any pointers? This was just a few minutes before you came yeah. over. So I thought we could, you know, kind of work on something together. Okay. Just beforehand. He told yeah. me that the issue is, is that uh, people say um and uh when they're thinking. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe we could just say it a bunch, right? So yeah. So uh, I'll just say, um, oh, okay. You know what I do too? I, uh, mm, that's interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, oh. I like, I like start a sentence and then leave it hanging oh, yeah. and then keep mm. going with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, I do that. I think I yeah. do that. I yeah. also, I also like to do, <laughs> sure. <laughs> is You're Doing Just Fine, and I'm Caitlin Hoffmeister. Today, I want to share my conversation with my friend Josh Quick, who is a visual artist and, as you'll hear, a recent code school graduate. We met up for this interview just after he turned 39, and so we talk about all of these things. To see Josh's work, you should check out quickjosh.com or click on the link in the description to see the comic that he made of our conversation or the cover art he made for this episode. And now, my conversation with Josh Quick. You know, I just turned 39 this year. Is that weird? It is. It actually 29 is. Twenty nine was really twenty nine was yeah. harder for me than thirty. It's strange, isn't it? And like you know, I t- I talked to my mom today, and she's like, "You're so young," and it's like, "Of course I am." I mean, thirty. You know, I'm in yeah. my thirties. Of course I am. It's all relative, but at the same time, it is like a like a seminal event, just like turning thirty. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what to make of it, but I'll be honest with you: is that uh, I've been forced into this like reexamination mode. Which I don't like. Uh, it's not a good place for me because it's like uh, re-examining past events is strange, and I don't know why why our our brains have evolved this way. Like, how is it even helpful? I think it's like here's my guess. I think it's like that you like like it's good to like learn from patterns. We evolved to like survive, so we're like look at mistakes and try to correct them. Sure, but we evolved. We rarely lived to be 40. So that's interesting. So you're like, (laughs) you have a lot more to look back. Yeah. And like, you know, your brain is like trained to do this, but you're to the point where we, I don't know if we've evolved. That's a good point though. Yeah. And I wonder if our brain's like, wait a minute. Like (laughs) we were supposed to be dead like 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll do this again. Like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Uh, What are you re-examining? Oh my gosh. Uh. I guess, so, all right, um, do you want to hear a story? I just yeah. share the story yeah. with you okay. and you get to it. So what, what started all this off, and then I provide a little context of how it happened. This uh, past uh, September, I joined uh, Montana Code School, which was cohort four. And I really didn't know, like, I, I, felt, like, I felt like I had a pretty solid background in, in parts of coding and things of like that that nature. But I was, I was so wrong because it was like, I was trying to explain it to my mom when we were talking. Uh, uh, she's a ceramicist. I said, mom, 
imagine that you are going to a ceramics colony and this colony has a teacher who's going to teach you everything you want to know about this type of ceramics and the kiln that you're going to cook your your ceramics in has mandarin chinese on it for directions and actually the kiln doesn't even look like a kiln it actually it looks like something totally alien and you don't even know how you're going to fit your clay in there and then on top of that the um the teacher who has a fabulous personality also is from a totally different dimension in some ways <laughs> And so he's explaining to you about these portals and different things, and you're you're like, man, I just wanna I just wanna make this pot, you know. <laughs> so, anyways, I had three months immersion into that, and I got a lot out of it, and I'm really I'm really grateful for the opportunity. But but I came out of it, uh, it awoken like every insecurity I've ever had, like everything, and uh, it was a, and it just put me into a dark place, like whoa like because i've never i've never i think a part of programming is is being wrong like you got to be wrong to be right and even if you are right it's sort of wrong so um i was mean like sort of wrong like like there could maybe be a better way of doing it there's always a better way of doing it so even though you got it to work it could still blow up in your face because like it looks like it's working but it's not and like and so it was it was interesting like being wrong for three months <laughs> was a trip and it kind of like was like <sighs> and I was fine at first when I left I was like okay this is this is this and I can handle this and I'm like but what am I gonna what am I gonna you know because I work I do uh, I work at a fabulous software company but I I was trying to figure out like how I could apply these new skills and I was just freaking out because I was like I, these skills are so like it's such a it's again and like I learned some Mandarin Chinese and like I want to apply I want to put it into like this Arabic yeah. thing you know and I was like anyway so so that brought up a lot of stuff for me and I um so and also then turning 39 so it was just like a combo it was like the perfect storm right because you sure. started code school and then right near the end of code school is when you turned 39 totally totally okay. and um and it's just so weird. And so it made me kind of re-examine um, who I was, who my family is, who my friends are. Like, what have I been up to for 39 years? Like, what have, what have I been up to? And, it, and it's like, it's very, I understand it's very self-absorbed, but at the same time, it, it just seemed like it was something that needed to happen. So um, right away, before I got out of code school, I definitely checked in with a therapist, which I'm still seeing which has been really helpful, but like, she's kind of helped me to like bring about all these, all these interesting issues. Interesting to me. Cause I didn't even know, you know, they were there. And, um, that's been a, a great experience actually. There is stuff that has come out of it that I'm really happy about. Like I, uh, like actually, um, having, uh, deep emotions like is nice. Like, I think it's, it's almost better than just kind of walking around asleep and which has been a mode that I've been in before. And, uh, and also reconnecting with friends and like, you know, telling people I love them. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I have a buddy who I've known since I was, uh, I think I've known him since I was three. 
And we talk on the phone once in a while. And I told him a few times when I started feeling this way, when I got off the phone, I said, I love you. And <laughs> it was so great because it was just total silence. And then it was like, later, dude. And I was like, did, did I you feel rejected? A little. I was like, did yeah. I cross some sort of like line, you know? And uh, so anyway, so I'm still doing it, though. Yeah. Every time we talk, I do it. Did, has he said it back? No, yet? he won't do it. I know so, he loves me, though. Yeah. On some level, he's got to love me. Yeah. Sure. So, code school. Yeah. You were learning how to not be right. Right. How do you feel that way with visual art? Or is is there no right or wrong? Oh, I see. You know I see where I mean? you're getting at. Um, yeah. So I think I think when I was an adolescent and and even into my early twenties, I I worked really hard at. Uh, trying to find uh, uh, the right way to do something, mm-hmm. you know? And so that I think for a lot of artists, uh, it's, it's all about finding your personality, finding yourself. And so I've, I spent a lot of time, like, and I, th- I, I would say this to any young artist, is like, find people that you're in love with. Like, find those artists and copy the crap out of them. Because... <laughs> Because in a way, I think that what they're doing is they're actually mirroring what you your vibe is, your whole yeah. deal. They yeah. really are. Like the, maybe it's probably that way with filmmaking or like yeah. even writing. Yeah, totally. Like like this person speaks to me because they're like me. Yeah. I think, or maybe I want to be like that. Yeah. And that's okay. Or figure out what it is exactly yeah. about that that you like, yeah. and figure out how to yeah make that work for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for me, it was like I was looking for what was right, and like yeah. you know, like so for me, it was like Peter Bag. Peter Bag is right. James Kolchaka is right. Theo Ellsworth is right. You know, like yeah. these particular human beings were right to me, and and so I followed suit with what was going on. And then at some point I moved away and I wasn't inspired anymore. I wasn't, I wasn't inspired by them anymore. Meaning right. all right. of a sudden what I was doing was fine. I'm not saying I was getting inspired by myself. Like, huh. <laughs> like I wasn't getting inspired by myself, but like at some point I was like, it became like a natural thing. It and wasn't that, striving to be something. It was what it was. It was what it was, but it was inspired by what I thought was right. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then there was that awkward time too, especially when I first started doing commercial work where I was like where I was being where I when I where I was unsure of what was right. But at right. some point and I think this happened at least for me like in my late 20s, I was right. I was like this is right. And like and I didn't care anymore. Yeah. Like I didn't care and I would be doing commercial work and people would tell me I was wrong and it didn't hurt my feelings because yeah. I was like, well, what do you want? And yeah. they'd be like this. They're like, fine, yeah. let's do that. <laughs> but I always felt right about it. Yeah. And, um, and that was my thing. And I've never, I'm trying to think. There was one time I felt wrong. There's been a bunch of times where I felt wrong, actually. I'll tell you just a real quick story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so, so, I used to do a lot of rock posters. That was kind of my thing. And like I did it purposely to kind of get people to just get to know me a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and, and I thought that that might perpetuate more work, which it did, which was great. But I was doing shows for like, I did some bigger ones, 
But some of the smaller ones was uh, like I did one for Clutch back in the day. And Clutch was like this band that was big in the 90s. And uh, and I guess they're still going strong. But um, I never listened to their music. And they hired me to do screen prints for the Knitting Factory. And this is a big deal because you got to get your work done quickly so you have enough time to go to press, uh, which we did at Garage Tees, which is an amazing screen printing place. Mm-hmm. They're the best. Mm-hmm. And anyways, uh, when I get hired to do this gig I was like I don't know their music and I didn't have time to listen to their music and I really didn't want to listen to their music to be honest with you like I just like you know so I realized that they were metal so I was like I'm gonna make the most metal uh, poster I can think of right yeah. and these, these guys aren't like Danzig though like they're like uh, I don't know they're just like whatever 90s metal whatever that yeah. is and I was like okay what's the most metal thing out there Whale hunting. Whale hunting is metal because like you're hunting a whale and it's just not, it's like, it's just not okay. Yeah. I don't know if you ever even like looked at a whale being like, you know, when they open it, you know, the whole thing, it's like, it's a mammal. Yeah. You know, I actually, Lauren's sister's from Alaska or lives in Alaska and she just this weekend was showing us pictures of a whale hunt that she went and saw the end of. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's that's weird. that's a trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. I think maybe because I'm landlocked, maybe it's even more awkward to mm-hmm. me. So I'm like, yeah, whale hunting. And <laughs> and I'll admit, I was reading the Heart of the Sea at the time. <laughs> and yes, I had just read Moby Dick before that, but that has nothing to do with why I thought this was metal. It's so uh, so I drew these dudes. So so corny. Like I couldn't help myself, but like I drew like these dudes as like these these wild whale hunters, and they're like they're like they had just harvested this whale and they're chewing on it and they're doing this. I'm like, that's pretty freaking metal. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so I sent it off to their management, which is over in New York, and uh, the guy's like, oh, thanks, Josh. Oh man, this is uh, this is pretty crazy. I don't know how it's. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go over. And I was like, well, you know, I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I'm right on this one, yeah. buddy. He shows the band and like, turns out they're vegans. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it turns out not only the vegans are like kind of part of PETA. Like, I mean, it was like, it's all like, and like the guy gets back to me, he's like, yeah, so the band wasn't into it. And yeah. they're kind of insulted, actually. They actually like almost oh. think that like somebody drawing this is a, you know, a way of telling them that they're not <laughs> they're not cool. I don't know what he said oh, to no. me. So anyways, that's an example yeah. of being wrong. So <laughs> Did you draw something else? I did. Okay. Actually, it's so funny because like I was like, well, <laughs> are they still interested? He's like, I don't know, man. Like they're kind of like <laughs> It's like you kind of did this one thing. Yeah. And that's the funny thing about being an artist. That it's the, yeah. yeah, the funniest thing about being an artist is like, well, the technique is nice. Like this yeah. is right, like how you drew the line white is really, <laughs> mm, yeah. you know, and the colors are bamo. <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, thanks, thanks. But the subject matter, I was yeah. like, anyway. So with the guy, I was like, what do you want me to do? You yeah. know, like he goes, just come up with something. So I came up with something. <laughs> I sent it back and we were good. Nice. It was all done. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, I just I just drew. So I took their album 
And I, their newest album, which back then was, I don't know when that was, but like I took their newest album and I basically like drew every song. Like luckily every song, like one song was Abraham Lincoln. So there's Abraham Lincoln, you know, like, yeah. you know, another song was like Star Space Galactica or something. I just drew, you know, a creature from that. It was fun. Cool. And Thanks. they were into it. And like, and who doesn't like drawing Abraham Lincoln? Right. Nobody. Because he's the best person to draw. I couldn't sleep recently, and I was just looking at old pictures of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Most of them, he does not have a beard. Yeah, it's a trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird. And there's that old tale that, like, a kid told him to grow a beard. Oh, really? Because he was scary. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That was the... Yeah. But he's, he's really, he really wasn't that scary, no. I don't think. Yeah. 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 He's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. There's an artist out there, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but it's pretty funny. But he draws a Abraham Lincoln and a bee in every single one of his paintings. Really? Yeah, he slips them in. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Anyways, I you know what? I might have used that to tell that story, but I have to say that, yeah, like, after a while, you're just right Yeah. with what you're doing. Because, like, there's no, like, I get concerned about people... And I know a lot, I have a lot of artist friends that like are really like um, sweating the details on everything. And, and it's like, just, I guess that's their style. That's cool. But like, just let it go. Yeah. We're all going to die someday. <laughs> so. So. You were a man of a certain age, being 39. And yes. I feel like. At a certain point, this is a question I wanted to ask you that you can say no to, but I feel like this is a question I always want to ask men. You don't have children. That's true. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Absolutely. I feel like everybody always asks women. Yeah. And yeah. So I want to ask. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, do I do I need to be honest? I guess I'll I'll be honest about it. Okay. Okay. And you don't have to. No, I'm going to give can, it a go. Can, I'll try to be honest okay. about it. So as a youngster... When I say youngster, I'm talking about in my 20s. Um, I was terrified of having children uh, because I was uh, I'm an artist, and I, I had no idea like how secure my future is. Actually, I'm still. Who knows how secure? Anyway, who's sec- whose future right? is secure? Yeah. Anyway, that terrified me. So the idea of having children, I was like, I was like, oh man, like how could I even support a child? And like, so that came up for me, and also I'm really selfish too. And so that, that doesn't really work with kiddos. Like, so you can't do that. But I love, so I love children, though. Like, a lot of that, so a lot of what I would do uh, in my youth, I still do it, too. Like, go to schools and teach kids about uh, drawing, things of that nature. I adore them. Uh, but not, didn't really want them all through my 20s. And then uh, later in my 30s, it just didn't work out. I don't want to get deep into that, but it just didn't work out. It's not going to happen. <clears throat> and I am I do get a little bit like, you know, would I have been a good father or, you know, things of that nature. Um, Does it feel like... It's a little weird, yeah. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's an interest. I'm like, feel close to you and I know that that was like a discussion at least at one point in your life. And so, Uh um, but I know, I feel like people always ask women, like, Mm. are you mourning the fact that you didn't have children? Like they always, if a woman doesn't have children, they're like, why not? Or what's your deal? When are you going to have children? And nobody asks men that. 
Yeah. At least not very often. So every now and then I, I get like men that say, do you have kids? But they're usually fathers. So like, yeah. I don't and, know if they want to compare notes they, or like, yeah. yeah, they're not asking like, why don't you have kids? Yeah. Like it's a default. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't have any. And, and, uh, yeah, it was definitely a discussion. Trish and I had, uh, a lot. And I think, I really feel like it affected her a lot more than me. Um, which I have a little shame around, but that's just how it is, you know. If I could bring life in the world uh, w- the way uh, a woman could, I'm not. I'm not saying. I imagine there's a lot of women out there who don't want kids, which just mm-hmm. makes total sense. Um, but if you have the ability to do that amazing thing and you want it, I could see how it would be a quite a situation if it didn't, if yeah. you couldn't pull it off. So. Yeah. But yeah, we went through the whole thing. I mean, I can get into it. I mean, I like sure. I went to uh, <laughs> I went to a, a clinic to get uh, my stuff checked out, and that was that was an odd experience. Because, Why was it odd? Oh, because it was uh, it was you know uh, that um, the way to copulate and create that that special thing. Uh, has always been like an auto situation for me, uh, as with most men. I would I would think I you know, uh, and it, you know it's just like breathing at this point, you know. And I was just like, okay, but it was so alien because I'm like in this like kind of office situation, and I'm kind of like, oh, this is not the place to do this at. Yeah, like, if it's like breathing, it, it's like then they're like, we're gonna put you underwater. Yeah, now do the breathing thing. Exactly. And of course, like the woman who handed it to me is like a young, attractive woman. She's like, and she's like explaining to me like how the porn channels work. And I was like, oh, geez, this is crazy. (laughs) I think I was probably like 34 maybe or something like that. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Uh, And then like, and then I'm in there and like, I'm like, how long am I supposed to be in here? I was like, well, let's anyways. Okay, let's figure this out. And so What's I, the room like? So that like the, you go into so, a room and there's just like a TV or something? Yeah, totally. Like it's like it's like it's like your dad's office in his house, okay? <laughs> like and so it's already like not sexy. Yeah. Okay? It's not like they need to work on the sexiness of it. And um, you know, there's like <clears throat> there's like tissues, there's a office chair, an office chair, <laughs> and uh, there's the TV. And then, uh, you know, the whole, the whole setup. And, uh, so obviously like, I'm like, I'm here, I'm going to watch this to see what we got. And, uh, it was, it was not like, (laughs) like, I'm not saying I'm a connoisseur, but like it did not reach my sensibilities uh, very well. So, um, you know, but I, you know, I definitely looked around to see what they had going on. Uh, and that didn't work out. So I, you know, I used the old brain on that one and, uh. Which is fine. That's the best spot, I would say, uh, for that situation for me. Um, yeah, and then I took care of it, and then of course I had to give the cup back. Like, why don't they just? <laughs> why don't off. they just like like just put it on the table when you're leaving? Like, did yeah. I? Why did I have to hand it to her? Uh, and so, anyways, uh, right? Because I'm going to go in and like. Yeah, it wasn't even that awkward. Though. I thought it was kind of funny, and then yeah. I, and then Good. I left. And this was in the morning. It was like first thing in the morning. And so I was like, what an odd way to start the day. <laughs> I'm like, huh. 
And then that was that. And then they, you know, they checked it out and they were like, everything's going great. And I didn't know what to make of that. Like, it's just, okay, cool. Uh, but, you know, it's good to know. Yeah. I mean, it's just good to know to yeah. have that information in yeah. the back of your mind. Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> guess what? Yep. Uh, <laughs> you want to be pregnant. Uh, no. Anyways, what about you? What, what's your deal? Like, is that um, is that too private of a question? Caitlin, like, are I you know, what I'm, I didn't, kids? I was not expecting you to turn the tables on Well, I, you don't have to um, answer. It's totally fine. No, I think that's fair. It's funny because it's like what you're talking about going to the clinic kind of just sounds like going to the gynecologist to me. Okay. Like, not yeah. that you like... Have sure. to get turned on at the at the gynecologist. Like, <laughs> that'd be awkward. Be super. That'd be so like, awkward. Do you have to turn me on? Like, huh. um, but it is like really clinical and weird, and then uh-huh. you're just like, "Hello, yes, this is like, yeah." I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it was. There's just no porn at the yeah. gynecologist. No yeah. porn at the gynecologist. Yeah. There's yeah. usually though like a poster on the ceiling of really? like a beach or something. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want kids. I don't know when I want kids. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. So, but I get that like, um, yeah, this is a plural situation. Kids. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Well, only children. Sure. Are weirdos. Um, yeah, that's actually not true. I don't think that only children are necessarily weirdos, but I think huh. that parents are weirdos. And so I think that you should have a friend for sure has the same parents as you. Sure. So that you can survive the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I agree. Yeah. 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 Not, I mean, if you only got like, I mean, I think about my, my brother and his wife, they only have one kid, but I, and I think she'll be fine. And I'm yeah. always glad um, but she has a lot of friends. I mean, that is helpful right? for sure. Yeah. But only, you know, I've known a lot of only children. I'm practically one actually, because my brother is seven years older, and oh, well, I definitely had to learn how to like engage. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not, it's weird. You know, when you're alone a lot. It's yeah. Like, hmm. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like being alone? Like being. I used being to. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Like. Uh, I used to love it. Like I, and, uh, occasionally I do indulge in it. I like to run too and, and be alone, but like, you know, I have to be honest, like since, since my experience I was talking about earlier, I love, I gotta be around people. Yeah. And I, I call people all the time. I call people out of the blue. It's weird. I, I like, it's reached into areas that like, like, uh, you know, places, that I probably shouldn't call people. It's, it's been funny. Like I call Trisha's dad <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Gordon's a cool dude, but like, you know, he, he, he's not a phone type of guy. And I, I noticed when I was getting off the phone with him last time, last time, cause I've done it multiple times. He, <laughs> uh, he is like, okay, gotta go. <laughs> and like, uh, and that was endearing. I, I meant that in the sweetest ways, wonderful man. Yeah. But I, I asked him, what I did was I dropped a question on him right when he said, gotta go. And like, I was think he... Was that premeditated? Yeah, it was, it was strategy. <laughs> it was strategy. I was trying to stretch it out a little bit. Yeah. And he, uh, 
yeah, he broke, he, his answer was three words. And then there was like, <laughs> click. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I'm going to try that one. Yeah. So, um, but I will admit like, uh, for, for drawing, being alone is, uh, amazing. I grew up, I grew up in Montana, but a lot of my time was spent in nine mile, uh, in a cabin my folks had built and we would, we would spend like really long weekends there and, uh, that's how I kept myself entertained was drawing. And I think I felt a lot of value out of it. I think being alone in that way and, uh, yeah, it's great. And I, I have to say, I absolutely, I love my father. I think he's fabulous, but like growing up, he was pretty quiet. So I feel like there was a strange connection between being alone and also getting some sort of self-worth from the act of drawing, like in the sense of, cause when you're, when parents don't communicate as much, I think it affects kiddos. My mom communicated like crazy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> she can communicate. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I would connect in that way and vibe out that way. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but I'm just trying to describe it a little bit. And, um, yeah, so I get used to being alone. And I would have, we'd have friends out there anymore, you know, every now and again. But I, I do remember even hanging out with friends. And at some point, I, was, I would just be done with them. Like, I'd be mm-hmm. like, uh, thanks for hanging out, Charlie. <laughs> it's like, you know, like awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You and I was like, well we're, ne- well, we're next to the front door. So I was thinking maybe <laughs> you could just go. And I'm going to go downstairs and you know, watched, you know, whatever's on Showtime. <laughs> Could we do that? And that's basically like what would occur. Yeah. So what about you? Were you alone uh, ever? Uh, I ha- Yeah, I would play by myself a lot when I was younger because we didn't live like close to any other friends. Like we had sometimes neighborhood friends, but, um, but I, I didn't realize that I was alone. I don't mm. think like I had a really strong imagination. And so I, um, I feel like I'm going through this thing now where like I, cause I work all the time and do a lot of stuff and I live, I used to live alone and now I live with Lauren, my boyfriend. And, um, so, and I've never lived with somebody that I was dating before. So I realized like we've been living together for about a year and a half now, which is great but at a certain point, I was like, why am I really stressed out all the time? And mm. I realized that I did have a lot of alone time. Whoa. And I suddenly didn't anymore. Whoa. Which I just like, I wasn't aware that I had had so much alone time and that I really liked it. Yeah. You know, and needed it. Yeah. To like make sense of the world. Sure. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, I wow. like being alone. I'm very, uh, like when people like do that personality test or whatever. Yeah. I've never done it, but... People are always like, oh, you're an extrovert because I like like people and I like, sure. like let me come over to your house with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> like I like interacting with people and and I'm outgoing, I think. But I also I really like to be alone and like, yeah, need, need that, too. And no, so, I get that from you. Yeah, I, I've, I, cool. yeah, I get that from you. I see it like you definitely don't over talk. I get that from <laughs> you. Like you're kind of. But you're, Sometimes yeah, I do, I think. Is that, yeah, I, <laughs> sure. I think we all do. Yeah. But you're, you, you are, um, so good with people. I get oh, that thanks. from you and 
Yeah, you have a tendency to um, give back, which is huge, I think. What do you mean? Uh, In the sense of like, uh, uh, if we're in a conversation... It's it, it feels pretty equal uh, for, for me at least. Gotcha. Like, yeah, t- no, totally. Typically, I mean, I feel like I've been talking more than you right now, but like I'm just. Well, that's also by that's by design. I'm that's by design. Yeah, yeah, but like I, you know, and also it's I feel like you're confident when to shut it off, which is huge. Like not all of us have yeah. that, myself included. Like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I but now I've started like learn to like catch myself too. Like you like. <laughs> It's, I think as you grow older, like you kind of like step outside of yourself and I'll, I'll just say it out loud. Like, I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> like say it out loud or like, what's the latest thing I've been doing? I've been like, I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah. That's my new thing. <laughs> like, I'm going to leave you alone. But nobody ever like, it's so funny because nobody corrects me. They never be like, don't leave me alone. I've yeah. been kind of wait. I've been kind of waiting for that. Like, don't, don't leave me alone. I really liked you calling me for no reason. And, uh, I did like that when you called me the other day. I feel like that I did that to happen. you. Yeah, yeah, I feel I did like that, that doesn't you. happen very often. It's really good that people just call each other. And also, like, I feel like you and Lauren, like, if you called Lauren out of the blue, yeah, I think that would have been less surprising than you calling me out of the blue. Oh, is that like a man woman thing? Or I don't do think, think so. Is? I think it's because I met you through Lauren. Oh, I you know? see. And so I like oh. think of you guys as like the better friends. And so I was like, huh. at the like when we were hanging up, I kind of was like almost felt like I should be like, do you want to talk to Lauren? Yeah. Because Lauren, I think, was like, how's how's Josh? And he was like, when I was coming over, he's working on something now, but when we made plans to meet up tonight, he's like, well, what's Trisha doing? Like, he wanted to hang out with Trisha. He could have hung out with Trisha. Well, he could have hung out with her at the women's club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think calling people out of the blue is a good way to go. I think everybody should do it. Yeah. Call somebody, this is my thing, call somebody that would never... In a million years, think that you'd be calling them for no, you know, just like, hello. And like, and then I think it's good to start off with, I don't have an agenda. Because that drops them. They're like, what? And like, they're like, why are you calling? Yeah, totally. It's like, I don't have an agenda. (laughs) I actually just wanted to hear your voice. How about that? Yeah. And and like, okay. And then it's so funny how we have to lead each other too. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind. Like, I loved it. Like, when you came over, you're like, how you doing? How you doing? And that's what we do because yeah. we kind of like lead one another. And that's just, that's how human beings are. But yeah. I have noticed like with some people, if you do call them out of the blue, you do have to lead them like a horse or something like, what's going on? Yeah. How <laughs> such and such. And like, and sometimes they're so surprised they don't, they don't even give it back. Like they're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and that's what I liked. Like today when I got here, I feel like most of the time I'm like, Oh, I'm good. You know, like that's like my go-to. But you and I both kind of had like a rough day. And yeah, so it was like yeah. kind of nice that we were on the same level yeah. and we're like, yeah, the day was okay. It's over. Yeah, like, it was an yeah. okay day. Yeah. Totally. Where should I tell people to find more of you? Oh, that's really nice. Uh, uh, quickjosh.com is my illustration site. That's a good spot. You can kind of see some of my yeah. work there. And you can find me on all the other social medias if you want to cool. hang out, talk about stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to, you know, get a random phone call from me, <laughs> send me your phone number. Because yeah. you know what? Even if I don't even know you, I will call you. Uh, and it might be 7.50 in the morning. <laughs> and you can use your dad voice with me. That's cool. <laughs> and if we meet, I might hug you a little too long. So... 
thanks thanks for uh listening to our our little talk yeah. here Thanks for listening to You're Doing Just Fine. The music is by Caroline Keys. The art for this episode is by Josh Quick. The art for all of the episodes is by Lauren Tyler Norby. You're Doing Just Fine is edited and produced by myself, Caitlin Hoffmeister. Please subscribe to You're Doing Just Fine wherever you get your podcasts. And to learn more, you can follow us on Facebook or you can go to justfinepodcast.com. Thanks, and you're doing just fine. Just keep your faith despite the evidence. The only way to change is to persist. Hope resists. Hope resists.